0: Hello, Frenzies, and welcome back to episode 13 of Healthy Teacher, Hangry Teacher. (laughs) I gotcha. I gotcha good on that one. Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher, rather. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about motivation, a... have a lot to say about it. I have a lot of cool resources to share with you, a lot of cool ways of thinking, and maybe we can get you motivated to do stuff that you want to do. Let's get on with the show. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Hey, 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 before we begin this episode, I just want to thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day today. And if you have a chance, take a screenshot of this episode that you're listening to and post it on your Instagram story, just so I can see who you are and where you're from and who's listening and tag me. I am the underscore whimsical underscore teacher. And yeah, if you have time to leave me an iTunes review, I'd appreciate that too. And yeah, let's get on with the show. It's going to be a great one. Hello, Frenzies, and welcome back. It is episode number 13 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. I go by the Whimsical Teacher online because I'm a little weird. And if you're here, you're probably a little weird too. (laughs) And we could be weird together. That didn't get weird. Anywho, today's episode is going to be all about motivation. Again, I picked this topic because I pull my Instagram audience and I say, hey, what's bothering you right now? And the audience told me, um, I would say over a third of people said something to do with motivation. And of course, I can't speak for everyone like, well, what what are they trying to get done? Or, But I mean, to me, motivation is you know, you need that spark. You need that jump in your step. You need that energy to start accomplishing your goals, to make new habits. So that's like when we're talking about motivation, for me, it's just how do I even start something and then keep on track with it? And I think we all have that problem. We have these big ideas in our head and then it's hard to execute the ideas, And sometimes they just live in a notebook forever. So that's what I thought we'd talk about today. I thought I'd tell you a little personal story from this week. I was super upset on, oh, Friday or Saturday. I was really bummed out because I realized that I hadn't met one of my goals for the month. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to make 30 YouTube videos in 30 days, 30 vlogs, (laughs) and I ended up only making 26 and I kind of lost my gusto, and I was really beating myself up. So when I get down on myself, the only thing that really makes me happy is taking a hot bath, a bubbly bath. So I got in the bath, and I always listen to new podcasts in the bath, or old podcasts. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if they're all new. But I just went randomly searching for new podcasts, and I came across this one called, I want to make sure that I get the name right, getting back to my library, it's called The Life Coach School Podcast with Brooke Castillo. And I just thought, well, who doesn't need a life coach? (laughs) I think we could all use a life coach, so I'll listen to this one. And I just happened to listen to her most recent episode. It was episode 244. And it was all about having big thoughts, thinking big, setting these big goals for ourselves. And as I was listening to it, I realized I was like, oh boy, this is, this is why some of my short term goals fail. This is why I didn't make my 30 youtube videos this month because a lot of times people set short-term goals 30 days 90 days one year and they say things like oh in one year i'm going to be my goal weight and then what happens is they miss their miniature goals along the way and they get kind of flustered and they quit and the reason they quit is because they never develop three-year five-year or ten-year goals and I just thought, oh, well, I guess that's kind of true. Look at me today. I don't, I don't have a three year goal for YouTube. I just knew I wanted to start something. But she was talking about how a lot of times when you make yourself a really specific three year or five year or like a really lofty 10 year goal that the, the progress you see while you're missing your smaller goals will keep you going towards the big goal. So, for instance, if I maybe I I kind of have had a goal on on YouTube to get to a thousand subscribers, it's sort of hard to get to that number. I feel like it's especially hard for me because you know I'm middle aged and you know overweight and kind of dorky. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not your stereotypical YouTube star, right? <laughs> I don't live anywhere exciting. I live in a tiny town of 2000 people. So it just feels like a thousand subscribers is a really big deal. And I wish I would have made a bigger goal like that for myself. I think maybe it would have kept me on track because compared to last month, I did really great on YouTube. I mean, last month, the month of October, I didn't, I did not make any YouTube videos. And I had my same, I don't know, 30 or 40 subscribers that I had since I launched the channel a couple years ago. I basically launched it with one video and then I just never went back to it. So I was like, eh, I'll figure it out some other day. (laughs) But I mean, now I I have gained subscribers and I've gained the view minutes. Um, That's kind of important when you're trying to build a YouTube channel is how many minutes have people actually sat down to watch you and i you know i went from having one video to now i have 27 so if i were to set a long term goal my progress this month would be pretty fantastic but i couldn't see past my small goal which is why we need those big goals anyway i uh, i recommend taking a look at this uh life coach school podcast It doesn't really roll off the tongue very well, but I guarantee you, you're going to like some of what she has to say, and I definitely think it'll help you out. So that would be my first tip for getting motivation is just set yourself some big goals. Make yourself a three-year goal, a five-year goal, and a 10-year goal as it relates to these miniature goals that you foresee yourself making. Another really cool point in the podcast, she was talking about like when we're setting these goals for ourselves, we have to imagine, you know, who do who do you really think you're going to be in one year from now or three years from now? A lot of times we we have these goals or we want to achieve these things because we think it's gonna make us a totally different person or change our lives. And the truth is, you know, 50% of it might change, but you know, the other part of you is still gonna be there. And there are things that you're going to you're going to have to give up in order to make these goals. So you're going to have other challenges. As some challenges go away, you're going to have new challenges. And I was thinking about like how I've been working out. Um, I've been working out every day almost since the beginning of school. And I have been feeling a lot better. And I have been losing weight. Um, But then I think of like some of the challenges, like now when I go a few days without working out, I get a horrible migraine, like my body revolts against me. <laughs> and then I've noticed some other things like, You know, my knees sometimes get sore or, you know, I deal with some muscle achiness. I have to beef up the ibuprofen sometimes. And so, I mean, it's a give and take. Like I thought, oh, my life's going to be a thousand percent better as soon as I start working out. Well, one, the weight is coming off very, very slowly. And two, I'm having more aches and pains than normal. And three, my body revolts against me when I stop working out. (laughs) So, I mean, it's give and take. Like, do I want to go backwards? No, I, I feel good. Like, it's definitely made a huge improvement in my life, but it's not the improvement I imagined in my head. <laughs> it's not like this magical new life has just just opened itself up to me. It Things are a lot better, but not as good as I anticipated. And that's with every single goal. It's never going to be as good as you think it's going to be. So just keep that in mind. Like, you know, really think about maybe not who you want to be a year from now or three years from now or five years from now, but like, how do you want to feel? I think feelings are more important than maybe this grandiose image of seeing yourself in your head, living this totally different life. I think that, you know, just focusing on your feelings, you know, and that's why I named this podcast, Healthy teacher, happy teacher. I mean, I'm hoping in five years from now that I can honestly say I am healthy and I am happy. And I mean, I struggle with both of those things. So anywho, let's move on to the next topic. Okay. I have talked about this before. Um, it's one of my favorite books. It's called The Power of Habit. I'm sure you've seen it around and heard about it, and it's kind of a long book. I read the book, and I listened to it on audiobooks. I feel like I always get different points, like when I'm reading versus listening. So I I do both when I have a favorite book. Anywho, The Power of Habit, something that really stuck with me was that if you really want to achieve something. Like you really you need to start a new good habit or end a bad one, you need a trigger. It's not like magical motivation potion is living out there. Our brains need a trigger when we want to do something new. <laughs> we need a trigger. Like if if you're a smoker, your trigger is probably, you know, seeing your pack of cigarettes or other people smoking or a break or smelling smoke, right? So just like bad habits have a trigger, good habits need to have a trigger. So for me personally, I was thinking about how I want to feel healthy someday. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm in really awesome shape someday. It's more of a feeling for me than it is like a like a number or something. Anywho, I know, you know, I'm not a dum-dum. I know that the only way to get to feeling healthy is by working out and eating the right foods. (laughs) There, There are not any other magical combinations out there in the world. So I thought to myself, you know, what can I do to at least start working out? I knew the food was going to be pretty tricky and I decided to tackle that meal by meal. But working out was like, I felt like that was my biggest obstacle because honestly, I just feel like I never have any energy, especially becoming a teacher in a small town. There's no gym here. I just, I don't know, like working out just felt like this ginormous roadblock and I couldn't figure out a way to do it. And I tried, like, walking around my neighborhood. But, I mean, there's there's uh, broken glass. And there's, like, loose pit bulls running around. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like I'm living in a bad neighborhood. But rural places, sometimes, like, we don't have sidewalks. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, just, like, these open roads and a bunch of tumbleweeds and thorns. And <laughs> I'm not saying it's a horrible place to walk around, but... My, you know, I've, what I'm trying to say is I've tried, you know, to get myself in good habits and then these, you know, these weird things kind of get in my way. So I did end up getting myself an elliptical machine about five years ago as I figured, well, if I can't go to a gym, I'll bring a gym to me. And I was really good with working out on it for a couple months. And then I just started hanging my laundry on it to dry like a normal person, (laughs) But no, really, I just, I don't know. You just, it's, it's just so easy to break your habits and go backwards sometimes. And I realized after reading the power of habit, it's because I didn't really place enough triggers in my life to remind myself of how important this habit was to me. So I decided if I was going to pick up working out again and I was going to get back on the elliptical and really try, try to do this cardio every day that I would place a trigger somewhere in my house. So every time I saw it, it would remind me that I need to go work out. And so I decided to take my favorite pair of running shoes, and they're kind of ugly. They're kind of gray and lime green. They're Asics, which are my favorite shoes, the very best for teachers, but they look horrible. They're horribly ugly shoes. I'm sorry, Asics. They're not the most attractive shoes on the planet. Some people can rock them, and I, I cannot. <laughs> my style does not go well. So anyway, I decided, okay, I need to get these shoes out and place them somewhere. I'm going to see them every day. So I started putting them right in front of my toilet because I figured I wanted to work out in the morning before work to see how it would affect the rest of my day. And, you know, where's the first place I go in the morning? I mean, sometimes I stumble to the door and let my dogs outside to to go to the bathroom and start fixing them breakfast. But then I always end up going to the bathroom (laughs) I mean, it's just a human trait. We all do it. Right. And so I thought if I put these shoes right in front of the toilet, then when I am when I go ahead in there, I'll trip over them, see the shoes, feel guilty, put the shoes on. And it really did work. I mean, every day I place my toilet shoes <laughs> in the bathroom right in front of the toilet. And then every morning when I wake up, I'm just like. Oh, I see them, and then I just I, the first my first thought is like I don't want to do this. I'm not going to do it. But it's like the shoes are staring at me. The shoes are like you are going to put us on. And there have been a couple mornings I just put them on, and I did not work out. <laughs> but I figure you know I would say probably ninety five percent of the mornings that I actually put them on my feet. I go work out because I'm like, oh, I got running shoes on. They're kind of bouncy, kind of spongy. This is feeling good. Oh, I guess I could hop on the elliptical for a little bit. Let's do this. And so for me, it's just you need a trigger when you need to start working on something. And I'm still searching for triggers and new habits. Like I know certain things I need to do in my life and I just haven't figured out triggers that will work for me. But I mean, you can't fix everything at once. You can't improve on every little part of your life at the same time. So I'd recommend just picking one little thing that you know you could do. But you forget to do, you procrastinate, you have reasons you don't want to do, and just give yourself a trigger. Another example, I used to emotionally eat after work. I kept a lot of bags of potato chips in the house, and when I got home from work, I would just start eating these potato chips. And I realized that I wasn't really going to get healthier if I kept eating multiple bags of potato chips every Every week, and I shouldn't even say potato chips. I was eating kettle chips because kettle chips are really where it's at. So, anyways, but I was so obsessed with these chips. And in the power of habit book, it was like when you want to break a bad habit, you know, you really need to start being aware of when you're doing your habit, just mark it down on a piece of paper. So, I kept a little card in my pocket, and every time. I got up to go for the chip bag. I would just put a little check mark on this bag, and, or not on the bag, but on the card, and it would really start making me think. You know, why do I want to eat right now? And I would ask myself, Am I hungry? Do I feel a Do I feel a, a pain in my gut? <laughs> Like, why do I need these chips in my mouth right now? And the more I would write down the little marks on the paper, like one, I would just be aware of what I was doing and then I would be questioning it. And then eventually I stopped. It probably took me about two weeks to really get there. And I mean, it did help that I just decided to not buy potato chips at the store anymore. Sometimes you just have to force yourself to, but then I would snack on other things like crackers or croutons or cheese. I mean, I'm just a big time snacker when I've had a rough day. And as you know, being a teacher, sometimes you have a lot of rough days. So anywho, just being aware of it. um, My husband did the same thing with chewing his nails and he kind of got out of the habit, but Every time he like bites his nails down to like little bloody stumps, it's been a horrible habit since he was a little kid. And I told him about this trick, like keep a card on your pocket. And every time you want to bite your nails, you know, put a little mark on this card. And he really did stop biting his nails for like six months. And he's kind of back in the habit again. But I mean, the fact that he was able to stop for six months and regrow his nails, I have hope that... You know, he's going to kick the habit. He's he's going to be able to do it again. Um, and then we replaced um, – they recommend, like, if you replace – replacing a bad habit with, like, a good habit. So, you know, instead of, like, once he became aware of the times that he wanted to chew his nails, he really asked himself, okay, why? And we found out it's because he feels little – like danglies i guess we call them like he feels little tiny hangnails and they drive him crazy feeling those against his against his skin and so we got him a bunch of nail files and we placed them all over the house and like i said it's something he's struggling with he's not like cured of biting his nails but it's something that he knows he can now you know cure himself of when he wants to. He knows the process for going through with it. He knows he needs to become aware of when he does bite his nails. He needs to be writing it down on a piece of paper. He knows we need files all over the house because when he sees the files, he's like, oh, oh yeah, I need one of those. And then he'll start filing instead of chewing, which is really just so much better. So anyway, I hope you got some cool ideas from this episode. Again, I recommend that um, School of Life Coach podcast, or was it Life Coach School podcast? I recommend the Power of Habit book. And yeah, until next time, take care, frenzies. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Happy Jessica. What? (laughs) Oh, no, I don't know how to stop.